Hi, welcome to Not Another Marketing Podcast, where I'm talking to Naomi Owusu, the co-founder and CEO of Tickaroo, which is a live blogging platform. So we're talking about live blogging, how it all works and how we can use it. Thanks for downloading. Live blogs and text updates on news and sports events is absolutely everywhere. It's becoming more popular. But how can marketers use a live blogging platform effectively? So this week I'm chatting to Naomi Owusu, who's the co-founder and CEO of Tikaroo, which is a great name, isn't it? It's also a live blogging and digital publishing platform. So kind of stand by for lots of ideas, lots of insight about blogging a live event. Now, you can find Naomi on LinkedIn, also on the Tickaroo website. There's links in the show notes, so tap those. Can I quickly mention that Not Another Marketing Podcast is ad-free? Love it if you could give the pod a shout on social media or subscribe on your favourite podcast app. You can check out more episodes at jtid.co.uk forward slash podcasts. Right, let's get on with it. So the first thing I asked Naomi was to kind of explain what live blogging is. So live blogging is um, a new way of digital live storytelling. So other than an article, you would post um, live updates, posts, images, videos on a certain event. Um, and it's not like on social media, but it's in a closed format on your website. So it will be like a news feed on a certain event. So our clients, um, for example, use it for elections. For example, the U.S. election was like a big cover topic right. where they would post um, live results, updates, um, background stories, like um, announcement of the candidates. Also, obviously, a lot of photos and videos, but also bring in social media posts um, from the audience, opinions or experts. And um, sometimes uh, our clients also use it for sporting events. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about that because I, I, I dip into the BBC website when the cricket's on here in the UK, when they're playing yeah. cricket, right? I dip in and I follow it on the, the BBC website. And, and yeah. it's like they call it live text, don't they? And it's, yeah. But, but that's, that's theoretically, that's a live blog, right? Yeah, I mean, that's a brilliant example because cricket can go on for days sometimes, oh, yeah. I heard. <laughs> it, it, five, five days, and and even at the end of the five days, there may not be a winner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you wouldn't want to uh, uh, watch the live stream for five days. No. Maybe some people do, you know. Yeah. But then it's good like to have a live blog, having those updates, and then you can see just the time when thing ha things happen, get the results. Or um, just get like a quick update also when you're on, on, on like uh, traveling or, or, or shopping to just check um, what's going on there. Now, when we look at kind of like sports and, and elections and things, these are really big events. These are, these yeah. are huge events. Yeah. Um, how can marketers kind of use this? Can we use this to take this technology and use it kind of like within trade shows and expos and, and things like that? Yeah, that's, um, that's what our clients have been doing. For example, we have had like a... German uh, bank, um, which made a convention, and for their clients, they made a, a live blog where they could um, get updates about the convention, and they even brought in like a team blogging about the convention yeah. that usually um, live blog sports to just give like the um, event a twist. So they made a kind of sporting event out of this bank event, which was pretty yeah. funny. 
Yeah, for example. Imagine. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I, I suppose banking events—they're not. Well, I wouldn't dash along quickly to a banking event. Really. Yeah, Does it, <laughs> it doesn't sound that exciting, really. Um, yeah, I remember years ago, and I'm probably talking—I don't know, 2010, 11, something mm-hmm. like that. So, very basic smartphones and things. And I remember live blogging a fashion event. Uh, and it was painful. It was really painful. Um, I, I had to take photographs on an actual camera because the the phone camera was rubbish. Yeah. Uh, and then you had to upload it to the laptop and then basically post it on the live blog from the laptop. Um, kind of explain how the publishing process kind of works nowadays. So um, a lot has improved since then. I mean, the cameras from the mobile phones, they're just brilliant. Mm. I mean, even sometimes they're more brilliant than like a usual camera, um, especially when you're not an expert. And also, I guess with bandwidth, um, uh, the the market has improved. So you have like a fast connection, you have a stable connection. And um, also um, the technology from the live blogging point of view, I mean, when I speak like for our product, our key is like to make it as as, as, as user-friendly as possible because we know that um, a journalist is dealing with a lot of sources coming in, like has um, no time to decide what to post, they have to write the posts. So we try to keep like technology in the background, which means it should be like very easy to use and really easy to access. Also, um, we have partnerships with third-party content uh, um, providers. Right. That's really interesting. So so you, are we talking about getting people to do the live blogging for you? Yes, um, that. Um, and also, um, uh, when you think about images, we have um, uh, uh, picture agencies like Getty Image who um, provide images or pictures right. that you can, can use. Also, we have um, press agencies that create live blogs. So, if you would um, cover an event like, for example, the Oscars, which is here in Europe always um, hard to find yeah. people because it's at night, you could yeah. like just buy the content from the press agency. And then whenever your staff gets up in the morning, they could just continue writing. Yeah, there's a whole world going on that I never knew about. I, I, that, that's really interesting, isn't it? Because, I mean, I suppose you could just buy a, a feed of someone, right? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what you can do. We have uh, something that's called Marketplace and there you can buy a feed from a certain event or from like people who are involved in in, in a, a live blogging that event. And you can even edit um, the single post if you want to to give it like a, a, your 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 um, your tone or your yeah. your style. Yeah. Uh, what about hosts? Because, I mean, looking at, at sort of like live text, particularly with sport and things like that, mm-hmm. there's a lot of the folks who are actually, you know, tapping out the little messages and things. They're quite yeah. funny. They're, they're quite entertaining. Yeah. It's not yeah. just really boring. They're actually kind of really entertaining you, aren't they? Yeah. Um, can we hire hosts for doing this? Um, uh, usually um, uh, the publisher takes play, uh, takes um, care of hiring hosts, but we had like some some collaborations where they will bring in hosts and they can invite them very easy over the uh, software like you did with me for this uh, podcast. Yeah. And then um, they can um, uh, bring in the hosts and sometimes there are even like expert topics where people can also ask questions via comments then if, if the host has like a special field of expertise. Yeah. So this isn't really a blog, is it? It's really 
an event, I suppose. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's 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 very engaging, and um, I think people feel like they can participate more um, in um, comparison to an article where they are just confronted with the fact. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and when we talk of kind of like Im- embedding content into the live blog, we can obviously type in things. And you mentioned earlier about embedding social media posts. Is that pretty simple? Is it just like embedding a YouTube clip or something like that? Yes, yes, definitely. So uh, for some platforms uh, that have an open API, you can even access content via our user interface. And for uh, like for Twitter, you can just like search for tweets or also um, uh, bookmark a special uh, hashtags. And whenever something's coming in that's uh, um, of interest, you could just drag and drop it to the live blog. And for other um social media providers who have a closed API, you can just like copy the link to the post and add it there and it'll appear yeah, that's really in the clever. live blog. Yeah, that's right. Really... And, and can folks engage with that content? Can people kind of like the folks who are kind of like watching or reading the, the live blog, can they engage with all of that content? Yeah, there are various ways of engaging. So um, the one way is the comments. So you can activate comments for a certain posts. You could ask questions or you could um, ask opinions. Um, then there's another way um, where we use partners. Uh, for example, Apester, um, there you can create uh, a poll or a questionnaire. Right. And, and then you can easily add it to the live blog. So to get opinions or moods or, or things like that. And also um, um, the, the, the way you talk via social media, like people posting things about uh, about the event on social media and you bring their opinions in and create a live blog of, of, of their statement is also a way to engage with the audience there. Uh, what about moderation? Because if we're opening things up to comments, mm-hmm. the one thing I always hear from from kind of like marketers and things is, is that, you know, you, as soon as you ask people to leave a comment on something, you're opening uh-huh. yourself up to a world of I don't know what. Um, mm-hmm. so can you moderate this stuff quite easily? Yes, you can moderate it via our interface. And I think um, it's always a risk, yeah. And um, you need to consider to moderate this. But um, usually there's a lot of good feedback. And we have created our comments like not on the whole live blog, but on certain posts. So you could open up like certain posts for a discussion. For example, you have a quote of someone and then you ask the people, what do you think about that? And then you will get the comments for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting because you'd be able to get instant feedback, especially if you're, you're doing a product launch, I suppose, or something like that. It'd yeah. be really useful. Yeah, like also book reviews. Um, yeah. Uh, I think that's also a good example when someone has like a, a book release, book coming out, and then a publisher works with them and they make like a a, a, a book review, for example, and the author give, gives like his answers to the audience. That's like a really exchanging way of um, yeah, engaging with the audience. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what about kind of staffing levels? Because I'm, I'm thinking if, a, if, we're, if we're kind of live blogging some sort of, I don't know, a trade show or something or a mm-hmm. product launch, which could go on for a few hours, even a whole yeah. day. Yeah. Um, how, how do you how do you guys kind of like look at the staffing side of things? How many people do you think we should think about dedicating to a live blog? So when you're looking at the event, I think you need someone um, 
on the desktop who is mm. like um, organizing and maybe you need like one other person who is like at the event at the venue um, uh, making pictures uh, getting like the mood of the of the people of the of the of the maybe talks expert talks so i think two to three would be like a good number but we also have seen like complete the other set settings we have seen like people doing like a solo a live blog on a certain topic we have also seen uh, as as you say when something goes on for various days yeah. um, then people usually like might change especially when it goes on day and night or night like things like the olympics there could be a time difference yeah. for that you should always consider that so um i think it's it's important to rem remember um that someone is at the desktop um at a at a fixed place that's what we have been seeing that like in in the early days when we started there was a lot of mobile usage and this has, has shifted like to desktop usage right. because i think so many sources um are available on the internet yeah. like from social media like from image agencies or uh, press agencies D do you think people take it more seriously when it's when they're using their their pc instead of kind of like a snap and go could it because on a mobile phone you could kind of like just snap go snap go snap yeah. go couldn't you when you're on the desktop you mm -hmm. you kind of put a bit more effort into it i don't know do, do you um i i have a funny story to this because yeah. um uh, we started on mobile and then like one of our first clients he he lives uh, or there's a, a base in the area where there's always carnival in, in Germany, it's, yeah. it's a carnival area. So they said, um, when we are out there and our reporters are at the carnival, you know, drinking, having fun and reporting, we need someone at the desktop to, to look at their messages. And that's when we um, added a feature called editorial publishing. So um, this um, feature helps like someone at the desktop to like right. uh, take, take care of typos, check images, and then uh, publish them. Right. So you could, you could, in theory, they're like a producer, I suppose, aren't they? And you can, in theory, like have multiple people all out at your event feeding yeah. content back to yeah. a producer. Mm -hmm. And then the producer decides what goes live. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's also something um, uh, we um, uh, did with like two soccer teams in Germany because they invited um, two fans to a training camp. And made them fan reporters so they um right. they had the big honor to go to i think it was dubai uh, to like a really great place with the team yeah. and they uh, got the honor of reporting um what the team is doing during the training camp before season got you and, and obviously that was all cleared mm -hmm. by some sort of, of producer manager yes. somebody before mm -hmm. it went live yeah yeah that was cleared by a professional editor yeah, I'd, ne I'd never thought of it like that because it's it's like you, you're bringing in content from multiple sources and then pushing it live. That's really interesting, that is. Um, mm -hmm. I can imagine this is pretty hard work as well. Uh, I, I mean, I my background from a long, long time ago was working in radio and I know that doing four hours of radio is flipping hard work. You know, it, yeah. it's a, it's hard work. Um, if we've got a long event, do you think we should we should rotate the, the, the person pushing out the content? Yes, definitely. That's what I also have been seeing with our clients. For example, U.S. elections is something that like took on for like days, weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and um, uh, they were rot rotating stuff. 
um, especially with the time difference. Um, yeah. So um, you could always see that there were new editors coming on the live blog, and they even said like goodbye to their audiences then and, and introduced their, their um, colleague taking over. So I think um, they just, um, yeah, they just deal with it very naturally, which makes it really authentic also for the audience. Yeah, because I, I suppose because after a certain amount of time, you're bound to go stale, aren't you? I mean, if you're if you're doing a live publishing event for eight hours or ten hours yeah. or something, yeah. after four or five hours, you're going to get tired. You, you're yeah. going to get you, the the ideas and the thoughts and the they're not going to be as quick. So I think it's yeah, like you say, it's a good idea to maybe sw- swap people out and change mm-hmm. them every few hours. Yeah, yeah, that's what um I've been seeing also with festivals like music festivals. Yeah. Um, or um, other events that are longer than four hours. Um, how does kind of like the technology side of this work? Because I presume that the live blog lives on on your own website, right? Um, it, it actually um, the live blog we just provide um, like a live content management system right. on our website, so that the clients can put in their content, can have access. Uh, to the software, all of the reporters like very easily from desktop and mobile and like the live feed, the live stream that comes out can be very easily integrated on your website or your mobile app like uh, YouTube widget. I mean, in a very, very easy, easy way. And uh, so you get like your content with your corporate design. It's really easy to um, adjust that on your website, on your mobile app. Um, so that um, people can identify with your brand. Right. So, so the actual live blog. So that if you if you're watching the live blog, you're watching yeah. it on on your own property, your own website, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. also our philosophy. We're just like the the uh, technology provider, and we want to enable you with a tool to make like really engaging stories, but they're your stories, and you can monetize them as you want. And um, it's really important. Uh, for your audience that they know, okay, that it's your content and you created it because they know what to expect from you, what kind of quality also. Yeah. What about the mobile side of it? If somebody's actually kind of like watching the, the live blog on a on a mobile phone, does it all, all work okay? Is there an app yes. or anything? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's responsive. So um, uh, some have integrated the live blog into their mobile app and right. others would just like provide a mobile website and uh, it will also the formats of the images, the text will match with your mobile phone. Right. So if you've got an app for your business, you can actually build it into the into the app as well. Yes, very easily. Oh, that's really clever. I like that. I like that idea. Um, what's your favorite event you've ever ever seen? What's your favorite? What's your best ah, one? Oh, there's so many. That's really hard. Let me think. You've got to have one. Got to have one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I need to I need to think. So <laughs> I, I like the EC Munich very much because um, the event was like really, really um, like really colorful and um, there were so many athletes competing and they added so many pictures and I think they got the the spirit of the event very, very, very good on the live blog and also I think because after like um, a few years of absence from such big sports events, I was just happy to see so much, so much, 
so much uh, yeah. energy going on. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I think it, uh, if we go back to the host side of it and things, and I mean, this host has a big job, don't they, to kind of put that that energy across? And it's and it, it's kind of it's kind of strange because like it's almost like being a traditional TV radio presenter, but with different mm-hmm. tech, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it's. Uh, Livelog, I I think um, is 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 um, cheaper than making like a TV or a radio yeah. production still, when you th- talk about costs and also what we've experienced um, when we experimented in the sports field, also with live streaming, people are used to getting like small bits of information. If you make like a live stream of the convention, hardly anyone would stay for four hours in the sure. stream, you know. And yeah. when you just give them live updates, I mean, it's 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 cheaper. Still, uh, uh, um, editors have to give their best and perform, but on a different format. And um, uh, you give the audience the opportunity to tune in whenever they want to get updates whenever they want. Yeah, yeah. You, you mentioned cost. I mean, I, I could if you're a big company and you've got like mm-hmm. you know budget in your marketing mm-hmm. team and you can you're putting on a big event. I, I don't suppose, oh, I'm not going to ask you how much in that because uh, obviously folks can head over to your website and, and see these things. But I mean, is, is there a plan? Is there a, is it, is it affordable for a small business doing a small show? Yes, definitely. So we have like, um, uh, you can buy like a single live blog. That's especially for events where you just buy right. one live blog or you can make a subscription when you're a publisher and you write several live blogs uh, a month then you can make a subscription and also w- when you're like an event provider or an event um, uh, a service uh, organization and you, you you want to use live blogs for your clients you could also buy more live blogs so you can start it just like buying one live blog for your event and that's really affordable that's really interesting because I, I talk to lots of marketers who and, mm-hmm. and agencies and that who I don't know whether they're getting fed up with the subscription model, but in yeah. certain instances, they just need one of something. They yeah. don't need mm-hmm. to book it for 12 months just yes. to use it yeah. once. Yeah, makes total sense, especially with events. Yet that's why we have like this, we call it on demand. You you, you buy like one live blog and no subscription. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. Brilliant. Uh, mm-hmm. Naomi, I could chat for ages about this, especially going through some of your favourite shows. That sounds <laughs> sounds like fun. Um, and I love the name as well, tickaroo.com. Yeah. That, is a co- <laughs> that is a cool name. Um, where, can, where, can, where can we find you, website, social media? So you can find us on tickaroo.com or we're also on Twitter. There you can use the, the handle just tickaroo. It's a and great also name. You- it's a great yeah. name. <laughs> yeah, the the idea was like ticker around the world. So yeah. and that in short form was then tickeroo. <laughs> yeah, that's brilliant. Um, what I'll do is I'll leave a bunch of links in the uh, in the show notes and everything, and folks can just tap on that and, and head over and, and take a look. That's great. Um, Naomi, thanks ever so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you for the great questions. It was fun. <laughs> Thanks again to Naomi for her time. Don't forget to check out the links in the show notes. And if you've enjoyed this episode, you can subscribe for more on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your favourite podcast player. Just search for Not Another Marketing Podcast. Thanks for listening.